You're listening to A Slice of Therapy with me, Alan Parry. Now, one of the things I've been looking at recently, especially in the midst of lockdown, is I've been thinking about whether I should get a dog. Because I like dogs, you know, I do. And I've borrowed dogs in the past quite successfully and always enjoyed that. And so I've been looking at whether I should actually get a dog for myself, not borrow one or loan one or mind one, but to have a dog that lives with me in my house. Now, the thing is about getting a dog is I want to make sure that I'm doing the right thing. You know, I want to make sure that I'm doing it for the right reasons. And so I'm doing a lot of research and reading about what the dog needs. Because when you get a dog, it's a living creature and it needs things. It has certain needs. And the funny thing about when you're researching to get a dog and you're reading about what the needs are, this other creature, the strange thing is, is that at no point have I ever questioned whether it's acceptable for the dog to have that need. Now, for instance, dogs will not only want to be walked in the morning, but they'll, be want, to, they'll want to be walked in the evening as well. I mean, what's with these dogs? Well, of course, I never think that. I just accept it. I just think, well, that's what the dog needs. I never second guess it. I never argue with it. I'm not, I never try and think, well, the dog can compromise on that. It's just I know what this creature needs. And so I just accept it and think, well, if I end up having a dog, that's what I'll have to do because that's what the dog needs. And it got me to thinking the amount of research and reading and acceptance of what the dog needs. I wonder, do we do that for ourselves? Do we actually reflect on what we need? You know, what if we were to get ourselves as a pet human? (laughs) What do we need? And do we accept the things that we need in exactly the same way as we do with the dog? And so in this episode, I want to look at three different things that I notice the dogs need. But in the noticing that the dog needs these things, I notice that actually I need these things. You need these things too. And so if I was getting a pet human, some of these things would be very similar. And so what I'm going to look at in this is kind of a dog's view of what it would be like to have a pet human. And the kind of needs that a dog has, and I have, and you have. And so the three things I want to look at is, first of all, physical well-being. The second set of needs I'd have to provide for my dog is social interaction. And the third one is stimulation and play. And so let's take each of those in turn. So the first one is physical well-being. If I were to get a dog... I would be responsible for the dog's physical well-being. 
for its physical maintenance, like maintaining the dog's well-being. And so in terms of maintaining the dog's physical well-being, there's a number of things that I would need to do for the dog. First of all, I'd have to provide it with an environment that's safe. Now, you see dog owners do this all the time. They'll kind of board up the holes in the fences so the dog doesn't escape and get hurt. Or they'll make sure that there are certain things that perhaps used to be like, that they used to leave lying around, that they won't leave lying around anymore because it's not safe for the dog. So they'll provide a safe environment. The dog also needs exercise. And so you need to walk a dog. And in fact, it's not just what the dog needs, but certain breeds of dog kind of have little nuances in terms of what they need. Like a, a big dog, for instance, will need a lot more exercise than a little dog. Something like a greyhound really needs a sprint and it's happy to sleep. Others need a much longer walk. So even from breed to breed, they'll have different needs that we have to take account. And again, we just accept that that's what the dog needs and comply with that. So the dog needs to be safe. It needs to have exercise. It needs as well to have good nutrition. Now, I was reading up about dog food. And one of the things that it says is be aware, it says, that what you save by going for dog food, which is less nutritious and less good. What you save on that kind of low quality dog food, you'll more than pay when it comes to vet's bills. And I thought, well, that makes sense because that's the same with us as well, isn't it? When we eat junk food, for instance, we get sick. And of course, then there's things like sleep. So we need to provide an environment that the dog can sleep effectively. And then there's things like if the dog does get ill, we have to make sure it takes its medicine. So these are all things that when we have a dog, we make sure that we do. Now, one of the things that I hear dog owners say is that the dog can be really useful for a human because sometimes they can't be bothered going out, but the dog kind of makes them go out. And that is a really useful thing, isn't it? It's one of the things where you think, yeah, that's one of the many benefits to humans of, of having a dog. And yet there's something interesting in there as well, I think, which is that what the person's effectively saying there is, I would make sure I do this for the dog's benefit, but I wouldn't do that for myself. And so I guess part of my musings here is to wonder what would happen if we upgraded ourselves to the same level that we have for our dogs. Because it's an interesting way of thinking about it to say, well, I, I would make sure I do this for the dog, but I wouldn't do it for me. So what would that look like, I wonder, if we took care of ourselves in the same way that we take care of the dog? We wouldn't compromise on our dog, but we do often compromise on ourselves. And so I wonder what would happen if we upgraded ourselves to the dog's level. So that's all the physical maintenance stuff. But the second thing that the dog needs is social interaction. So when I'm reading about different breeds of dog, it will make clear which dogs in particular don't like to be left on their own and which are relatively happy for short periods alone. 
But crucially, dogs don't like being left on their own. They're very social creatures, much like us, in fact. And so what a dog needs are things like company. So the dog likes you to be around. Dogs, I'm guessing, love lockdown. And the second thing that the dog needs is attention. It likes your attention. You might have noticed with dogs, they love your attention and they give you a lot of attention as well. And once again, in terms of that kind of social interaction, what they crave as well, of course, is safe social interactions. So not to be in an environment which is aggressive or frightening. And again, we need those things as well, don't we? We need company. We need attention both to give it and to receive it. And we need to be in environments where those around us feel safe for us. And so we've looked at the physical well-being. We've looked at the level of social interaction. And now the stimulation and play. Because you can't just leave a dog sitting there, you know, in between walks. If you go into any home where there's a dog, the dog's always got various kind of toys that it will play with. Even, in fact, when they get little snacks, there's little devices, isn't there, where in order to get the snack, the dog has to kind of work out a puzzle, which will then release the snack. So its mind is working all the time. So the dog gets toys and, you know, you'll go out and throw the ball with it, maybe, or... You'll play with it or give it these tasks and puzzles to figure out so that it's stimulated in its environment. And again, aren't we the same? Aren't we the same as our dogs that we need things to do? We need things to think about, things to work on that give our lives meaning and purpose and just sometimes just enjoyment in the moment. And so my conclusion from researching what a dog needs is that we actually have a lot of needs too. That we actually have a lot of needs which are very, very similar to the needs that the dog has. And the thing that struck me, like I said earlier, is that we would never question that the dog needs these. We just accept, well, it's a dog. It needs these things. And yet how many times do we question ourselves? How many times do we notice a need that we have and then bury it or edit it or compromise it. And so wouldn't it be nice if we upgraded ourselves to the level of dog? Now, I've looked there at three different needs that we've got in common with the dog. But of course, we've got some additional needs as well. And so I'm wondering, what are the needs that you notice that you have? Because you're a particular breed of human. And so what are the things that you notice that... I don't know if you were if you had a page about you and it described all the things that you needed in the way that these kind of dog adverts that I've been looking at at rescue centers have what would it say that you need what are the things that you need and what would it look like if you no longer compromised on those needs but made sure that you got the very things that you need. Not kind of, is it acceptable for me to need them? Not, is it reasonable for me to need them? But just like we would with our pets, we just take it at face value. Well, this is the dog. 
And this is the breed of dog it is. And this is just happens to be what it needs. So that's that. I wonder what would happen if we did that for ourselves. If we were to identify our own needs and simply took them at face value and made sure that they were met. And so to have a recap. As I say, I've been looking at dogs and maybe getting one. And in order to be responsible for the dog, I've been looking at what its needs are. And there are three key elements of needs that I noticed that actually the dog and ourselves have in common. We need our physical well-being, safety and exercise and nutrition and sleep. I looked at the social interaction where we need company and attention and safe social situations. And finally looked at stimulation and play, you know, where we have stuff to do that's going to occupy our mind. But the key thing that really came up for me was just that sense that I've mentioned already that. There was a pure, unmitigated acceptance that this is what a dog needs. And so I suppose my message from this podcast is that maybe we should upgrade ourselves to the level of dog. Maybe whether we've got a dog or not, we should give ourselves the things that we need. Because it seems to me that Even though, say, we need exercise, we will go out for the dog's sake, but not for our own. And so not just in that realm, but in all realms, as the special breed of human that you happen to be, what do you need? What would satisfy those needs? And how would life change if, like you would with your dog, you simply took it at face value? unquestioningly, utterly acceptingly, that they just happen to be the things that you need. If you found this episode useful, please do share it so other people can get the benefits as well. If you'd like to work with me directly, I'm Alan Parry, and you can find more about me at liverpoolpsychotherapy.co.uk. And of course, you don't have to be local to me because I work online, so you can be based absolutely anywhere. And of course, please subscribe to the podcast as well, because it's absolutely free and it means that you'll never miss an episode again. So thanks for listening and I'll see you again on the next one.